0: like a child podcast i'm your co-host morgan satray here with megan hello hello this would probably be the third podcast in a row that i would say well we're gonna get back to no just throw out all expectations out of the window about <laughs> regular schedule i honestly i'm at the stage of pregnancy i don't even know if i can make a whole recording without having to stop to go to the bathroom so i can't tell you what next week's gonna be like or next month or whatever but we are back for now, um, with Halloween coming up and uh, my now four-year-old just absolutely ecstatic about the idea of Halloween, I thought it would might be a good time to to talk about Halloween. I think probably, at least for the next couple of months, barring a, a, an early appearance from baby three on our end, we'll probably check in once a month to talk about the holidays because there's lots of things to talk about with kids and holidays coming up, mm-hmm. so at least the major the major ones that we do in the u s and the Christian calendar and stuff, but mm-hmm. I wanted to talk with you, Megan tonight about Halloween uh in part because I'm curious about some of your thoughts and wanting to talk through kind of a little bit about the like where we grew up and kind of where we came from. I feel like where we came from in terms of Halloween and what is now kind of the popular um not really interpretation, but just popular celebration of Halloween is very different. And and this might be a millennial thing, too. I'll be curious if we get feedback on this, but just in the way that how much people love Halloween has kind of evolved over the last 20 years or so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, And then we'll obviously talk about how we talk about this with our kids, especially from a faith perspective, because... Yeah there's a lot that could be said. Hmm. Um,
1: This isn't a controversial topic at all.
0: No. (laughs) Well, and it's it's funny. I actually, I should have dug it up and and read it because it's been so long. But one of the first seminary papers I did actually was on the history of Halloween Hmm. in the church and thinking through um, kind of some of the celebration of it. And yeah, like I said, I think that was probably my first quarter of seminary so that would have been almost five six years ago now so nothing that i wrote in there i probably will remember tonight but needless to say it's been something that's been percolating in the back of my brain even since before i had kids so um megan i'm gonna start with you and then i can get into to my side of things but i'm curious like how how did your family address halloween and your community address halloween growing up um and kind of what do you do with your family now
1: Well, um, growing up, I grew up in, you know, the middle of nowhere, upstate New York, um, where you had to get in a car and drive from house Mm -hmm. to house because there was no way that you were going to be able to walk from house to house on Halloween, uh, partly because of the distance between houses and also partly because there's usually, you know, a foot or so of snow on the Mm -hmm. ground at the time. Um, so, uh, Halloween and that aspect was, uh, very different than it is down here. But, um, my mom always took this stance on Halloween can just be fun and playful. You do not have to embrace the darker elements of it in order to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up trick or treating, um, and my mom, you know, would put up fall decorations and some Halloween decorations, some pumpkin. We would carve pumpkins and, you know, do all, do all of that. Um, we would watch Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That was our, you know, ha- our, our Halloween big movie, which, funny funny enough, I just watched with my children tonight mm. um, for our, our yearly tradition. Um, and my mom would make, you know, like Halloween-themed food. Like, she would make... Um, Rice Krispie treat pumpkins and, you know, she would do, you know, some of the themed food for dressing up. She had very strict rules. Um, we could be, you know, princesses or a ninja or, you know, a soldier or, you know, a superhero. But no witches or devils or anything remotely demonic or evil or whatnot. That was that was her line. She's like Halloween. Is fun and playful, but we are not even delving into the the, the darker elements. So, um, growing up, I was, and my mom made all of my Halloween costumes from scratch. I more power to her. That is not my gifting, <laughs> but I was Belle, and I was Rainbow Bright, and I, you know, and all of the, you know, those kind of costumes. My sister was a giant pumpkin, and you know, things. It was just really fun. Halloween was just a really fun holiday and I never felt left out all my friends at school would be talking about Halloween and trick-or-treating and you know a lot of them they would have costumes that my mom was not a big fan of but she would just talk to us about you know families have make different choices and have different convictions and you know that's fine but for our family this is what she felt comfortable with um and she even let my oldest brother have a Halloween party growing up, he invited his friends over and she made like what she called mummy fingers, which were basically pigs in a blanket. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she made it, like she wrapped it around like, like um, mummy cloth falling, you know, just spooky things, you know, bats, but not nothing, again, nothing dark and demonic. Mm-hmm. So she, she was very careful about that line. And it was just something that I always found really fun growing up. And so, Um, When I met Josh and we got together and we started, you know, talking about the future and kids and, um, he never celebrated Halloween. Um, They were the exact opposite. So much so that on Halloween, all the lights were off. They would huddle in like one room, you know, so that no one would think that they were home and, you know, God forbid anybody knocks on their door for trick-or-treating. That was just not a thing in their house. Um, And he and he, he never knew any different and it didn't really bother him he just never really thought about it that just was not something that they were comfortable with and that's totally fine um, i did tell him however that i have wonderful memories of trick-or-treating as a kid and so i would very much like to follow in my mother's footsteps when we had kids and you know my sweet husband was like yeah sure no problem you know he was like hey whatever he definitely agreed with our stance on no devils no witches no you know that's just again our personal decision and preference to to make it fun and playful but not get too close to that line Mm -hmm. we don't want to get you know that's just that's just a personal conviction that josh you know wanted to give it a try and the first time we went trick-or-treating he looked like literally a kid in a candy store How did I not do this growing up? He was so excited. (laughs) Rory, I mean, Rory couldn't even walk when we took him trick or treating. We dressed him up as Baby Yoda and like carried him around our our neighborhood just so that Josh could experience it. Mm -hmm. And he was having so much fun. It was so cute. Um, But yeah, we've kind of kept up with that as we as we grow up, and you know, when Rory or Killian or Aowen have questions about you know mommy why is that that costume or those decorations in the store that are like a grim reaper or something like really you know really out there mommy that's really that's really creepy why is that why is that part of halloween we never decorate with that and you have to have that conversation you know Mm -hmm. different people different backgrounds different beliefs um you know and if it's something you know that's spooky or you know is uncomfortable just look away walk down the other aisle you know go around it it's not something that you have to partake of just because it's there just because it's part of you know the worldly celebration doesn't mean we have to be part of it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that was that was kind of our our halloween experience from my childhood and to now so
0: yeah we definitely shared that rural small town background and slash be in an area where you have to kind of if you're going to go have a halloween costume you have to take into the fact that you might need to wear winter gear with it um, i will
1: never forget the time my mom made me a bell costume and i had these beautiful little shoes to go with it and it snowed the day of so there was snow everywhere and so i refused to wear a jacket over my beautiful bell costume like i didn't want it. i was so cold and my mom made me put boots under my dress, and I was so mad about that. And I was so little at the time, I couldn't trudge up the snowbank. So my my big brother, you know, I doubt my brother will ever listen to this, but if you do, Ben, thank you for this. He picked me up, tucked me under his arm like a football, and walked me from the car to the porch to trick-or-treat, and then walked me back so that I didn't have to, like, put on snow pants and everything over my dress. Because, mm-hmm. you know, little four- or five-year-old me was, was devastated at the idea of... I have a snowsuit
0: over my mm-hmm. costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, I lived on a farm, gravel road, middle of nowhere. It's the same thing of like, there's not really neighbors that you walk mm-hmm. to really. I do remember I, at least one year, we might've done it twice, but I think for sure one year we went and um kind of started at, uh, with a friend who lived more in town, which it was um still, it was not bozeman it was manhattan so it was a smaller town even way smaller back then where we did a little bit of trick-or-treating in that neighborhood um and i just remember i don't even remember what my costume was but i remember it being pretty cold but the, the our our church did a um i don't think they called it a trunk or treat but it was essentially like a trunk or treat where it was like basically a, it was a fundraiser for a youth group a high school youth group for all their trips in the summer where they would have just set up the basement of the church with like a whole bunch of different games. And then you would play games and then candy was your prizes or occasionally depending on the game, there might be like, you know, like the little whistles or toys or things like that, the cheapo mm-hmm. things. Um, and yeah, so we would pay a couple bucks and a bag of candy and then go do that for a couple hours. Um, and they had like face painting and kind of stuff like that. So that was usually what we did. I think they offered that for kids up through like fifth or sixth grade um and then there was kind of like a dead zone of junior high where you couldn't go to do that because you were too old but you were too young to actually be in the high school youth group because then in high school we would be the ones doing all of the activities for the kids and stuff Mm -hmm. so i don't remember what we did those couple years but yeah that was primarily what we did um partially because my mom like, yeah, she's not really into, like, costumes or things like that. Like, I know we did costumes a couple times, but the, the trunk-or-treat thing at church was, like, you can wear a costume if you want to. And I think the kids started doing that more when I was in high school, but, like, I don't remember there being a lot of costumes. There was a face always a face-painting booth, so a lot of people would get their faces painted, and that was kind of what they did. But I don't really remember there being a ton of costumes. Um, yeah, and then Josh's family. I don't know exactly when they started but i know their tradition at least now is instead of going out trick-or-treating they just buy their own candy and kind of divvy up a bag because you know there's so many of them Mm -hmm. and then they would just watch a movie on halloween and i think they always had a little bit of candy in case someone like stopped by but that Mm -hmm. was just kind of what they did versus trying to go out all the time um at least in recent years i don't know if that's what they always did or if they did different things um but that's what they do now so we have always like neither, neither Josh or I are really like huge Halloween decoration people. Like I like fall decorations. So yeah, like pumpkins. And growing up we had at least a few different years where we grew a pumpkin plant in the garden. So we would have our own pumpkins to carve kind of a thing at home or paint or whatever. Um, but Nora has really gotten into it partially because last year, um, she she wasn't really aware of it obviously the first year we lived in this house um so we had some candy to give out to trick-or-shooters but we didn't really go out Mm -hmm. because it was after her bedtime or whatever but then last year um the neighbors were asking if she could go with and she kind of wanted to check it out and see because she liked the idea of going around for candy so we did that and she just yeah right and she (laughs) did that and just loved it and so this year as soon as she saw the halloween costumes like costco in like early august like we've had her costume for like two months now already because i'm definitely the mom that buys the costume and doesn't make the costume same um (laughs) so because i was like if nothing else she'll get you know she's she's a unicorn this year so she can play with with it for dress up time and so then i just bought zeke some bluey pajamas so that he can (laughs) have that for his because it's a little easier for him to handle that way if he wants to go I don't know how much he'll be into it this year because like I, our Costco, this is probably, was probably true at most Costco's, but our Costco had like a giant six foot tall Grim Reaper skeleton yeah. with like the light up animatronic eye. Mm-hmm. That thing freaked him out so much for like, and it was always near the fruit produce section yes. for like four weeks. So every time it's we went to, to avoid. yeah, he would like cling to me in the cart, like lean forward from the shopping basket and just like try and bury his face in my chest. Cause that thing freaked him out so bad. Mm-hmm. So... Fortunately, we don't have a lot of scary decorations so far in our neighborhood um so i could see him wanting to go at least a little bit but if he sees one thing that's like really like a play any place that's really creepy he'll probably be done but we'll see mm-hmm. how it goes he does like to explore so but yeah our neighborhood now has a lot of kids we're right near the school and like last year um it kind of rained for a little bit so it started late but then like there were so many kids out in the neighborhood it's kind of like for us it's like part of being part of the neighbor like kind of neighbor like getting to see people and and mingle with people is like okay we're going to do trick or treating in some way shape or form so far we haven't had to have any conversations about we're not having this you know the witches although we'd be in the same camp of like we're not doing certain kinds of costumes um but we haven't had to have those conversations yet cuz Nora's not She just only wanted to be a unicorn and last year she ended up not wearing her costume because it was too cold and she didn't feel like it but that she wore her frog rain jacket and that was so she went as a froggy instead of her mirror she had a Mirabelle dress from Encanto so that was what she was originally going to be but anyway. Yeah, so we're kind of in that similar camp of like the trick or treating part is fun. We've got a couple big bags of Costco candy already ready Mm -hmm. to go for all the kids that come in our neighborhood. Um. But it's I I I'd see it being kind of a good conversation starter at some point. Not quite yet, because Nora like Nora sees the creepy decorations and she'll comment on like, "Oh, that's kind of creepy," or "Oh, I don't like that," or "Let's." But she doesn't like ask why those are particular. Mm -hmm. Like she's asked why we don't have decorations in our yard because there are some people who have like big inflatable pumpkin type things. Mm And i'm like I, that's just not the kind of decorations that i want to have anyway i'm not mm-hmm. one for big inflatable so that's kind of i can say like some people like different and if, when you're older and if you want to have a big inflatable pumpkin then you can buy the big inflatable pumpkin but right now that's not what we're going to do kind of a thing mm-hmm. but yeah we haven't had to have like the whole <sighs> some things we're not going to do conversations mm-hmm. but at the same time we're having lots and lots of conversations about death and cemeteries and stuff because we've been listening to the frozen soundtrack. Pretty much every time we go to preschool and every time we go to preschool we pass by two cemeteries. Mm -hmm. And so Nora asks lots of questions about people being buried under stones and Elsa and Anna's parents being like, do they have a stone because they went in the ocean and the water and (laughs) anyway, so it's like, well, we're having seasonally appropriate conversations, even if she doesn't connect the two yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I think the whole like the spiritual side, the dark side of Halloween, is really not something that we've had to touch on yet. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to to think about more for adults because, like, I know. I mean, I I'll be curious to hear if this is true for your circles too. But like, so many of my friends and acquaintances from, especially college days, but kind of like you know in our age range now, like. Mm-hmm early 30s to the 40s and even late 20s like kind of that range is like more often than not super into like scary things lots of really intense decorations like all of like the whole range of things um and and not so much like doing all like like ouija boards or type of that kind but like having like Mm -hmm. the demon decorations or the witch decorate like a lot of that kind of occultish Mm-hmm. looking and feeling and stuff and just like absolutely loving like this is the favorite holiday of the year kind of a mm-hmm. thing for a lot of my especially non-christian friends because mm-hmm. i just love like all of the, the decorations and the costumes and all this kind of stuff and it's just kind of an interesting thing to me to like i love the fall and there's a lot of things like i associate around halloween like we always had a harvest festival growing up that had a lot of fun games and stuff you know there's like all these different fall festivals we mm-hmm. always kind of had i being in a christian reformed church where people were very into like reformed history and stuff it was like it's like october 31st is reformation day so you know especially in high school and stuff talk about the 95 theses and then mm-hmm. november 1 is like all saints day you know it's like so we have some of like those kinds of conversations which i don't, I don't think is actually the norm for most christian groups but mm-hmm. um but at the same time, I'm like, it's just so like interesting to me that Halloween has become such a really popular activity for grownups, especially because mm-hmm. like, and again, this is probably partially because of the circles I grew up in where more often than not, they would have tended on the side of, of your Josh's family of like, we're not going to do anything Halloween at all. Like mm-hmm. for a long time, actually, when like when my dad was younger. The church often had a church service either on depending on the day of the week if either on october 31st or november 1st for like reformation to to basically celebrate reformation day (laughs) and so it was like let's do the opposite of what everyone else is doing on halloween Mm -hmm. and and i don't know if it's just one of those things that's just gotten more popular because like especially the costume thing with social media if that's just kind of like oh we get to have really fun creative ideas and. Put on crazy makeup and clothes, have a fun party that we get to hang out with friends, and if that's just kind of like carried over from like we got to do this in college, like let's keep doing this as a regular thing. To or I'd be curious, just I don't know. I do you have that experience with like your your friend groups? Um,
1: not. really I mean I know a couple people who who will actually like decorate and and whatnot like with the creepy stuff like one of our old neighbors at our at our old house um, they they would put up some some spooky stuff Um, until one year it freaked Killian out so much that he actually took it down it was very sweet but um, yeah I most of my friends they like I don't know, it's kind of funny. I didn't like search out people who do Halloween kind of the same way I do, but it's it's just kind of happened that way that the people that I usually, that we'll hang out with, um, because we live out in the middle of nowhere now and really our only neighbors are cows. Um, we, uh, the last several years, we've gone to um, a friend or a family's house, um, Like for a couple years, we went to Josh's um, stepsister's house, and and spent Halloween with with her family. And now we um, we have been going to uh, some of our best friends' house uh, and go trick or treating in their neighborhood. Um, And it's just we we'll do like uh, our own little interfamily Halloween party where you know we'll make like I'll I'll make pizzas and I'll shape the crusts like little pumpkins and the kids can take pepperoni and make their own little like jack-o-lanterns and you know we'll make the little like rice krispie treat pumpkins and you know we'll make all the little fun fun treats and i decorate my house for fall but then in the month of october like i put up little like cutesy scarecrows and and you know pumpkins and things like that nothing nothing like creepy or whatnot um but just little, little fun, cutesy things. Uh, we have a lot of Snoopy mm-hmm. decorations, a lot of Snoopy pumpkin decorations. Yeah, I need to watch. Uh-huh. Nora hasn't
0: seen the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, oh, so, so we might have to watch that oh, this week. She's so been obsessed, great. curious, on the PBS Kids app. The Curious George um, has several Halloween no episodes. Yeah, the No Dog mm-hmm. One. She's like That's obsessed with it. We have to watch that like pretty much every day yep. right now.
1: Yeah, those are those are big here too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's more of the kind of how I grew up. Just Halloween is just playful Mm -hmm. and, and very lighthearted and fun. And so I grew up, my mom wanted, just loved any excuse to make themed food and, and decorate. And she was just such, so much fun when it came to holidays. She would just go all out. Um, if you could think of like your stereotypical Hallmark mom, Like, from a Hallmark movie, Mm -hmm. that was my mother. She just loved to do all of these, like, crafty things. Her food always looked adorable. Um, And I just grew up watching that. And though I do not have the artistic crafting ability or desire, as my mom did. I mean, I do with food. I like to, you know, make fun food. But as far as the decorations and stuff, I'm very simple. So most of our decorations are, like I said, Snoopy. Um... And, but yeah, none of the super spooky, scary things, but I, I see it as we drive by, like with Christmas lights, we used to drive Mm -hmm. through the neighborhoods and look at all the, you know, the fun fall, you know, the fun Halloween decorations in our neighborhood. They were like really cute. Um, But I did start seeing them kind of start going a little darker and a little creepier to the point to where when we were driving home our last year at our old house, I was like all right and i would distract the kids as we were driving up the road because a lot of them were so creepy
0: well like i said like that huge skeleton thing at at costco and like i know that one of the top like things that sells at home depot this time of year is like their big 12 foot skeleton it's like Mm -hmm. i mean again like people are spending hundreds or thousands of dollars like more than christmas stuff Mm -hmm. on yeah all of these like spooky skeleton haunted Mm -hmm. things and it's yeah. just kind of interesting to me because it's like, I think this is where, especially as kids get older, um, it is a good, in a lot of ways, it's like kind of disturbing because you're like, why? But sometimes it's, like, it's a good jumping off point for like, why don't we have the same fascination necessarily or like the same, not even the same beliefs because yeah. like, like on one level, like we believe in the ultimate, you know, the, the quote-unquote zombie resurrected from the dead like but like it's a it's not a spooky thing to have life after death like mm-hmm. we see like all the skeletons and undead and zombie things it's like no like we have the best story of life after death of be- death being defeated and jesus being raised from the dead still bearing scars but like he's mm-hmm. not a zombie he's not you know creepy crawly Mm -hmm. flesh eating things like Mm -hmm. it's just um, I think I think that's I think that's one of the reasons why to me it's never been like any kind of like not even so much fear of the occult or the spiritual demonic which I mean I'm definitely like this can get tricky too because it's like we're in we're in a culture that definitely does not in general look at supernatural things as being real or things that are serious although things like practicing wicca and witchcraft is on the rise it's still very very niche in america but like Mm -hmm. stuff like that is on the rise but at the same time it's like that's not something to be messed with either and the bible treats it definitely not as something to be messed with so it's like it's a good jumping off point for some of those more Kind of weird esoteric things that are in the Bible, um, but I don't. Yeah, I, I, I definitely embrace like the idea of like having fun and making it light and fun and and heart wholehearted. and that's where I'm like, if your church does a trunk or treat thing or like your neighborhood does a trunk or treat thing, because especially, like even just for just pure safety, like Halloween is the number one day for you know pedestrian fatalities among kids for obvious reasons with trick-or-treating and everything and it being dark early and kids mm-hmm. out wandering um so i'm like all for things that are ways to have kids be safe to have kids be still having that fun light-hearted mm-hmm. thing but also putting the parents at ease one way or another whether it's a trunk or treat at a church harvest festival kind of thing or trunk or treat in your neighborhood like i think there's a lot of different ways you could do halloween that gets at that spirit of fun that you were talking about and just the lighthearted nature or like, like what Josh, our, my Josh's family does of like, make it a special pizza movie candy night, like things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also don't want to like poo poo away or ignore the spiritual realities that, um, get addressed or brought up or at least referenced by halloween Mm -hmm. especially with the origins of it and this is i again i'm drawing on vague memories of what i wrote for this paper but like i mean halloween itself like there's a lot of um pagan and occult practices where it's like like this time of year in general is like a time where people start reflecting on life and death because the days are getting shorter things are getting colder you're celebrating harvest but also like kind of dreading winter um there's a lot of like uh like just even the thought and this this is pretty common around here where you wake up in the morning and there's like a mist on the ground and it just kind of has that spooky eerie feel and it just creates like the weather itself just kind of creates this kind of opportunity for like thinking about kind of weird creepy things or um just lending itself to like the idea of like spiritual thin spaces, maybe where you start seeing things more because it gets darker and your eyes get tricked or things like that. And it's like, you don't like there is that kind of underlying nature in some of the celebrations, like the whole history of the jack-o'-lantern and stuff like that of why we have lights and stuff. But at the same time, it's like, we've moved past that and yet we haven't because yeah dark forces are real in the world and mm-hmm. the demonic is working in different ways maybe than what we used to think about but it's like still satan's active
1: and then that's where the that's where it gets tricky because like there are so many different levels you know there there's the worldly you know celebration that they even as christians it, there are so many different layers of it you know there's all the different extremes there's my josh's upbringing where it was like avoided at all costs if you even like step out of your house on halloween like it's it's the end of the world Mm -hmm. um you know sort of mindset and you know that's what what my what my mother-in-law like that's she felt very convicted by that you know and that that's you know and and that was completely fine. That was where she felt comfortable is to just avoid at all costs. That was just not something she was comfortable with. And then there's the other extreme where it's like, I love the spooky. I love getting scared. I love going through the haunted forests. And and by I I don't mean me. Those things freak me out. But like the the other the other extreme. Um, you know, they, they love the spooky, they love, you know, going through those haunted forests and, and, you know, doing all of the like super creepy, you know, having stranger things stuff in their, mm-hmm. in their yard and like all the, all the spooky, super creepy stuff. But, you know, I did have a friend that, that, you know, I said, I, I knew one or two people who, who was into that. And I asked him about it one time and he's like, you know, it has nothing to do with the devil or, you know, it's just people like to get scared. Like they like to be spooked and it's Mm -hmm. just fun. It's not, you know, I don't worship the devil. I'm very much in love with God and, you know, and so there are these two extremes and both of them, I would say my mother-in-law and my friend are very strong Christians. They just come at it from a completely different mindset and a completely different viewpoint. And so it makes Halloween tricky when, when you're, you know, trying to talk to your child about it, because you don't want to say, oh, well, you're, you're going too far, or Mm -hmm. you're going too far, like the two, you don't, because who are we to say, you know, like what their, their conviction level is, but it's still, when you feel comfortable with something, I fall in the middle, you know, a little further away from the creepy stuff, just because I don't, I don't watch slasher movies. I don't I I don't like any of that stuff. It freaks me out. Um, but it it's something that we need to talk to our kids about, you know. Mm-hmm. And we've had a little bit of a conversation with Rory about it, particularly with the decorations that he sees and um, you know, friends that he's talked to at like co-op or whatever, and they're saying like what their costume's gonna be. And mommy, so and so said they're gonna dress up as a zombie you don't let us dress up as a zombie like why how come my friend is dressing up as a zombie and I'm, you know and you don't want to be like oh because their parents think the devil worshiping is fine like you don't want to you know because that's not the truth their their parents mm-hmm. just think that it's just innocent fun and that's something that they feel fine with but with my child i'm like that's not something that i feel comfortable with for you and for our family that's not my comfort level mm-hmm. um you know, and there is, it's such, it's such a hard thing to juggle between wanting to stand up for what you feel comfortable with with your child and not wanting to judge those who view, view things differently, you know? It's such mm-hmm. a hard, it's such a hard balance because you don't want your child to get the, the the impression that, well, if you don't do it like us, well, then you're bad. Like, mm-hmm. you're just bad. That's not, you know, that's not the heart we want to instill, you know, Mm -hmm. or, oh, if you don't celebrate Halloween at all, well, you're, you know, you're just too, too rigid and that's just not okay. You know, you don't want to instill that in them, but you still want to be able to express, I don't feel comfortable with that. That's not something that I, that mommy and daddy are comfortable with. We Mm -hmm. just don't, going, going that direction, it may be perfectly fine but it's not a line that i feel comfortable getting close to it is yeah not, i think it's not something that i mommy and daddy are comfortable yeah with. And, mm-hmm. and and so that's something that we need to you know there it's i don't know for me it's 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 a gray area and it's really hard it's not something i'm comfortable with but i can't say oh but if you go to that far you're just playing with fire mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know but i don't feel comfortable with it yeah well it gets at the
0: why question right like and i think this is kind of a good parenting thing to be thinking and just general Mm -hmm. doing life with other people kind of thing of like thinking about the why why other people do something but also like why do i want to do something and it's always like especially if like if you have a kid who like like, say, Rory or someone who's like, I really do want to be a zombie. It's like, well, why? Is it because your friends are doing it? Okay, let's talk about why your friends are doing it and and what you think they think about it or what you what you think about zombies and why. You, and then, then you can get, explain, get into the, like, why don't we think about want to have zombies and that and kind of get into some of that or like the witches and, you know, different kind of things like that. Or why do we have some of these things and not the other things? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think the... Getting at the why can get also into some of the uh, help help kids and grownups kind of understand a little bit of like, well, why do I want it? Because like, like to me, part of the fun of Halloween is getting to you know, be the superheroes or the mm-hmm. the unicorns, the blueies, and the it's just a kind of like a fun chance to play dress up like you do as a kid, and mm-hmm. you don't too often. <laughs> have kids who are, like, outside of Halloween wanting to be, like, a zombie thing, like, they'll play, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, like, they'll play, like, zombie zombie, my, you know, Nora and her cousins will play zombie come alive on the trampoline, kind of, those kinds of games where it's a little bit different, mm-hmm. but they're not, you know, like, I want to dress up like a zombie for playtime today, mm-hmm. where it's, like, very different where you're putting on like the princess or the Mm -hmm. superhero costumes for kids or whatever and Mm -hmm. so like there's kind of that element first of like okay so why do you want to dress up like this for Mm -hmm. halloween specifically especially if you're not one where they watch a lot of scary things it's Mm -hmm. one thing if you're like oh i just love slasher movies and that's why i like want to be Mm -hmm. a zombie because like i was i loved the last of us on hbo and wanted to be you know like the clicker zombie monsters because i think those are just so cool and it's a really interesting show and da-da-da-da-da. it's like okay well you do you i i'm normally not one that watches a lot of scary stuff but i did watch last of us because i watched the video game when i watched josh play the video game i could not play the video game because it would be too scary for me <laughs> um not good for my heart in general um, or nerves or anxiety or just general dreams <laughs> mm-hmm. but like it's a good storyline it's got so there's like things of that where i'm like okay yeah no that's fine but at the same time i'm like okay but especially certain kinds of things like the witches and demons especially kind of in that side of things it's like okay you really start got to start thinking about like why exactly do you want to do that versus like why that over another costume why that now like are you thinking through some of that of like because again it's like it can be an all an innocent fun but at the same time especially with it when it's your family and your kids and you can have these conversations where it's like okay but are you thinking about the fact that like what do witches do what do demons you know like mm-hmm. are you thinking about that because it's like you kind of want i think it's kind of ties to to like what do you want your kids to grow up to be and so like Mm -hmm. so like this is kind of a weird example but like i would not be comfortable partially because i have a mild fear of clowns but like i don't want any of my kids ever to like dress up as joker or harley quinn from like batman as like the villains kind (laughs) of stuff um even though i think they are on their own like like say in mm-hmm. especially like say the Christopher Nolan trilogy like mm-hmm. Joker is a very compelling character and da, 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 da. but like I don't want them to dress up like that because I don't that's not the kind of I, I guess it kind of gets back to the heart of what what you want your kids dress like why do kids dress up like most of the time kids are dressing up because it's something that they want to be right and I right. personally don't want my kids to even have any hint of like aspirations of like I want to be like a joker and or i want to mm-hmm. i think like this kind of villain is cool it's like well
1: you don't want to glorify the villainous behavior
0: yeah yeah and so mm-hmm. it's kind of like to me that that kind of starts getting at the underlying reason why some of this is like well why this and not that why this costume and not that costume mm-hmm. um and that's not even setting aside like modesty issues or things like that as kids get older especially but it's like it's just getting that like what what we if you're dressing up you are kind of like you wanting to take on that
1: church today yeah imitating you're you're taking on that persona yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yes and we're called to clothe ourselves in christ and be imitators of christ Mm -hmm. and which is not to say that we're going to go out and dress up like jesus for halloween but more in the idea of like that's who we want to em be like in everyday life and so even when we're having fun it's like okay so if you want to dress up as something that kind of goes against that even just visually like well why exactly because i in theory i i never want to say never there might be an argument where i could be persuaded that you know you it's a good reason to dress up as x y or z thing that i think i don't want you to dress up as and i might be able to be persuaded by it but like i'm pretty skeptical about some of those as Mm -hmm. like being like more than just i just really want to be like it's like okay well if you really want to be a zombie then you gotta really think through like what it means to be a zombie Mm -hmm. and what that looks like to other people and what does that what what do you think that will do for you meant like again i know it feels kind of serious and especially when I'm thinking about my kids are way too young to be doing some of this, but it's kind of like, so what are you getting at with this dressing up and why do you want to do it that way? I think is a good conversation starter for some of these, especially if you're at the stage of parenting where you have kids who are really insistent on wanting to be their own thing Mm -hmm. for that day. Then it's kind of like if you're, but you're not comfortable with it, be like, okay, let's have a conversation. And maybe at the end of the day, you'll just decide, you know what? they're at a stage of life where they make the decision and if especially if they're the ones that are putting allowance money in or whatever this is how i want to spend my money it's like then that i could see for me at least at some point being like okay we've had this conversation you know how i feel about it you've been thinking it through like it's not just like a i want to do it because my friends are doing or i think it's cool kind of a thing it's like Mm -hmm. are we thinking about it then that might also be enough for me to be persuaded at that time Again, I'm a little skeptical, and I hope I'd, <laughs> I, I ho- would hope that we'd be living our lives and examples as such a way of like, you know, you can have there's a lot of different choices for things that you can be for a costume. Think about some of the other ones that are also fun, but maybe not quite as emblematic of things that are go against what you think of believe as a person. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm a long ways away from that. I'm actually. I'm also at the point where Nora was asking me the other day, it's like, what's your costume going to be, mom? I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to have a costume, mostly because I'm at the stage where um, I can't wear most of my normal clothes and the thought of buying a costume that fits me in this stage of pregnancy that I couldn't somehow reuse down the road sounds not great. Maybe I'll just paint my stomach like a beach ball and then (laughs) wrap myself up in a bunch of towels or something. I don't know. Anyway.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. For for us I just try to keep it very simple for the kids. You know, it's just fun. It was having fun. It's just fun, lighthearted. We're just going to you know, have innocent innocent fun. Let Halloween just be a simple, fun, you know, we don't need to to make it gruesome. We don't need to make it, you know, blood splattering. I want it to be a
0: costume you feel like you can wear again okay. later without mm-hmm. having to put on a lot of makeup or have it be something that scares your brother silly or yeah. is something that you otherwise normally would never wear mm-hmm. like especially not at this age right
1: and then there's always that well how come my friend can how come you know it's like with the move with movies i have this argument with rory all the time mm-hmm. mom so and so was able to watch this movie and we're the same age or so-and-so was able to watch this movie. And they're younger than me. You know, like he has a friend who's seen Jurassic Park. And he's like, Mom, why can't I watch Jurassic Park? And I'm like, you know, so-and-so has watched it. I'm like, that kind of stuff doesn't bother so-and-so. Like they they took it and they just, they were perfectly took it in stride. And Rory's like, oh, I totally would too. No, honey, you wouldn't. It would really, really bother you to watch people get eaten. It would really, he is very tender hearted and this is not something that I want my eight year old to watch partly because I would like to sleep at night and partly because I I try to get this in his head. Once it's in, it's in and you cannot get it out. So I would rather Mm -hmm. be a little more strict and keep you from getting garbage in before you're ready and then be like, oh, I'm sure it's fine and then have you carry that um you know and you know same with halloween it's like yes i understand that so-and-so is dressing up like that but maybe that kind of stuff doesn't bother them like it's not something that they get fixated on but you on the other hand you know you really get into the characters that you dress up as and the villain or the dark character is not something that i really want you dwelling on Mm -hmm. i don't want that seeping in you know, he'll, he'll play a video game. And Josh and I were like, you cannot watch it. You cannot watch the cutscenes, and you cannot fight this boss. And he's like, why not? I'm like, because most of the game is very innocent, but this part is, is on the evil side. And we just, well, tell me, you know, and he was getting fixated on it. And I'm like, that's not something we want you to dwell on. We don't want that in your mind or in your heart. You know, that's not something we want you to dwell on. So we kind of take that and move that over into Halloween. For Mm -hmm. us, for our children, where they are developmentally, emotionally, like we want them to dwell on things that are uplifting for them, that are life-giving and will not hurt them or hinder them. Mm -hmm. And so as much as he wants to point to the family over there, over there, we're like every kid, every family comes at things differently and they absorb things differently. Somebody could watch, I have a friend who can watch, like he watched all the Kill Bill movies. And it was totally fine. I have never seen one and I do not want to. I can't because do that stuff. I wouldn't sleep forever. Like yeah. I just, I can't. I can't disassociate my emotions from that kind of stuff. I'm so careful about what I watch because even though I know it's fake, I cannot disassociate my emotions from something awful happening to people. Mm-hmm. It kills me. And like, but my friend is like, oh, that's that's great, that's hilarious. It didn't affect his heart. It would really mess mine up, you know? So again, with Halloween, like you were saying, you know, well, why, what's the why? You know, for me, I talked to Rory and I talked to the kids and I'm like, what do I want in your heart? You guys all are, they're all feelers and they all just absorb this. They love Mm -hmm. their their, um, imaginative play. And that's just not something that I want them putting into their mind and heart, and spending a lot of time dwelling on, you know, some of those darker things. So um, they've never really fought me on costumes, just you know, Jurassic Park and whatnot.
0: But yeah, um, I could see in the movie conversation being hard because it's even, mm-hmm. even for me, I'm like, like thinking through, I was like, oh, I don't really watch scary movies except that my favorite, one of my top favorite movies that I define as the ultimate rom is brendan fraser's mummy from like 1999 with the the (laughs) brendan fraser rachel Mm -hmm. one, where it's like ah it's got action adventure romance Mm -hmm. humor it's a it's a great rom-com there's also you know some undead mummy in there and Mm -hmm. lots of creepy bugs which i still can't watch sometimes yeah i still have to i was just
1: gonna say but like i have to look away i literally just watched that
0: movie again a couple weeks ago i think i've seen that probably close to 100 times over the course of my life I think I started I think the first time I watched it it did freak me out but like in a good way where I I like that kind of thrill I get where people can kind of get addicted to watching those kind of like that thrill moment in Mm -hmm. scary movies but I'm for the most part I don't like for the most, but that that's like the one like except been the to one exception to the rule
1: and continue on with your life. It's not yeah. something that seeps in and like the things that I think about after.
0: Damage. Yeah, the things that I think about after with the mummy. I'm like, oh, Egyptian history and yeah. the pyramids and kind of yeah. stuff like that. Not so much okay. like, oh, the undead and da 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 da. Or like, i right. now that I'm you know post seminary, I'll think about how they appropriate the. 10 plagues and stuff like that mm-hmm. in there but yeah it's not it's not something that like lingers in the nightmare fodder like other right. things would like one of the reasons why i have your
1: mind and heart to darker things yeah you know? well i mean
0: one of the reasons why i have a fear of clowns is i stumbled upon parts of it on tv at some point point. and yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway can't mm-hmm. no just yeah can't.
1: My, my my uh my oldest brother thought that it was not a big deal if i uh, sat and watched it with him when i was a kid yeah i have very healthy fear of clouds
0: yeah and sharks don't. you can imagine i'm not a big horror book was no
1: problem for me to watch
0: yeah i'm not a big horror <laughs> book reader either like i like a lot of action adventure like spooky like i love edgar Allan poe short stories mm. but like i can't really do stephen king books and even like mm-hmm. i read a lot of frank peretti in, mm-hmm. I, and, and I I think that's getting into a different side of things because yeah. there's a lot of Frank Purdy that just like speaking of things that like linger um, in both good ways and bad ways. And so that's where I'm like, I know those ones I can't quite as much, even though I again, I get the appeal behind it. But yeah. Yeah. But
1: it, you know, circling, circling back um, to our original topic, it, it it's stuff like that that um kind of where I land on on our family and and Halloween is just making it something that is lighthearted and just a fun holiday where we can make cute treats and you know mm-hmm. pumpkin shaped cookies and and, you know, they can dress up. My boys are dressing up as dinosaurs and Aowen is dressing up as Rainbow Bright and, you know, going to bring rainbows to every, you know, mm-hmm. she's just, she, you know, she's all about it. And they're just going to have fun and we're going to go trick-or-treating with some friends. They're going to get way too much candy. Um, and unfortunately, since we don't live where we used to, where we have lots of neighbors, I can't dump all of their extra candy back into our give out bowl like I did when we lived in our development. We would go trick-or-treating early and then I would let the kids pick out like five or six pieces of candy and then we just dump the rest back in the give out bowl and give it all out to the neighbor kids because I'm like you're not eating that for the, you know because I'm a fun mom. (laughs) Um,
0: Well I have the unique pleasure of having an an old an older child who she hardly eats any candy at all like has never Been interested, unless it's Mm -hmm. something chocolate, and even then, not ever every chocolate candy social will go pick out, and then the rest kind of becomes candy for when other kids come over. Zeke has shown signs of being more of a sweet tooth. So I think for him Mm -hmm. it's probably gonna have to be a little bit more controlled. But yeah, Nora has never been into any fruit flavored candy, any hard candies. Nice. So that makes it a lot easier. Uh but it's (laughs) just it's
1: fun. Even if they don't eat it all, like just going and getting copious amounts of sugar for free while you're dressed up mm-hmm. as a fun character is just a really fun it's a fun family day it's, mm-hmm. it's good for fellowship we love hanging out with our friends and you know it's just a really fun experience and it's you know that's kind of I really enjoy it I, I do I do enjoy um enjoy that with with our family just as I enjoyed it growing up mm-hmm. it was a really special time and really good memories Um, but that's kind of where i want to keep it like i don't ever have the desire to kind of go any further down that rabbit hole yeah um just just you know personal conviction and preference
0: yeah Um, so verdict for at least for us halloween embrace the fun use it as a jumping off point if you want slash need if your kids are interested in some of those other conversations especially as they get older because i do i mean again i'm i'm not one to watch the scary haunting creepy things or do like the haunted houses too much i've done them in my day but like that's not i'd rather go ride a roller coaster for my adrenaline rush Amen. but at the same time i'm like but if your kids are interested in that or intrigued by it it can be a kind of open doors to some interesting conversations about life after death and why we believe what we believe which I think having as many opportunities to engage with your kids about faith and uh, and about Jesus and, and what we believe about life after death is always, uh, it's never a bad thing. Sometimes an awkward thing or maybe a hard to put into words thing, which we've talked about in other episodes, previous episodes around like the resurrection stuff, but mm-hmm. it's never a bad thing given how central it is to our faith. Mm-hmm
1: and if you need any advice or suggestions on how to make halloween more good innocent fun for your family feel free to reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I have lots and lots of cute halloween food ideas and recipes and you know just fun things to do. That's Yes,
0: Megan is queen of innocent. the recipes. <laughs> I like well, the recipes. thank you for listening and tuning back in and Um, yeah, like I said, I think in theory, at least in my brain, at least the next, we've got Thanksgiving next month in November and then Christmas coming up and both of those are great holidays to have lots of conversations about different aspects with our kids. So hopefully we'll do a little bit of a mini holiday circuit here for the podcast episode before our number three comes along and then we'll just go where wherever the spirit takes us as it were. But we hope that whatever you do for Halloween, you stay warm, you stay safe, you have fun with your kids, whether it's staying home and cozying up or going out and having a fun time in costumes. May the sugar highs and the sugar crashes be um, minimal Mm -hmm. and may the Reese's cups flow in abundance, unless you have a peanut allergy, in which case insert favorite candy that will not kill you here. amen amen and as, as always if you uh have feedback or comments feel free to email us at FaithLikeAChildPod. a child pod um drop a review if you can and think about it share with any friends who might be having conversations about halloween or people you think would be benefit from our content and we will talk to you again next time Bye. Bye.